ghosts, cryptids, murder, conspiracies, beer, what, the, ale. Hello, friends. Hello. Uh, welcome to our February flight for What the Ale. I'm Alana Ray. And I'm Mama J. And um, before we kind of get into our flight topic, Mama, I wanted to see if you have any What the Ale moments today for the first day of February. Well, I actually had something that I saw in the news recently mm-hmm. um, that is very inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. definitely maybe stay with the ale. Um, did you hear about what a drone is delivering all over more Oklahoma? Um, what a drone is delivering in Oklahoma? Yes. Okay. When I think of Oklahoma, I think of Native American reservations <laughs> and I think of Tiger King. So okay. something related to either of those. <laughs> Um, You are way wrong, and you need to think more inappropriate. So apparently somebody is doing, like, a prank or something and is setting up sex toys all over more Oklahoma, like, on top of buildings and bridges and stoplights. Um, And it's basically they are delivering dildos, standing at attention on top of all these different things. So they're just finding sex toys all over the city. You know what? I don't know who's doing it, but that's hilarious. (laughs) What an icon. What an iconic human being that's doing that. Um, Wow. (laughs) I mean, sex positivity is a good thing, but I don't know if I'd want to see that with one of my kids when they were smaller, but um, but I think it's hilarious, Frank. So, but that was my what the ale was. I came across that that story and that's crazy. They don't know who it is. Wow that's wild and what a you know wonderful way to enter the month of love you know like welcome to black history month the month of love like we're just here right now yeah so if you're feeling lonely you know there are things you can do yeah absolutely so anyway what about you any what the ill uh yeah I actually I didn't do more research on this because it is developing as we speak but earlier in January um some couple was like moving into a new house and did some renovations and they found a bag of bones in their home oh Oh and this was in um Grand Junction Colorado uh not a lot of details have been released as they're trying to identify the person that could be in the bag um oh my gosh but that like kind of came across my news feed recently and I thought it was really interesting. So maybe as more developments come, we can do an update on that. But um, yeah, I thought that was just an interesting. Wow. Yeah. I haven't heard of that. Yeah. I haven't either. I mean, it was like a tiny little blurb, like somewhere in the like New York times or something. It wasn't a very big thing. I mean, obviously they're probably waiting, um, but I think they estimated the bones might have been there since the 70s. So oh my gosh. it might be a very old, like, missing person case. So I'm kind of excited yeah. to see where it goes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so. that, we'll have to follow that. I haven't heard that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So 
fingers crossed, you know, we do get an update on that. I, I love when a cold case or, you know, something, you know, you get at least some closure. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So stay tuned friends. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, what are you drinking today, mom? You know, it is stormy where I am and there's like high winds and lots of rain. And so I am having a cup of hot tea, a little chamomile, because it's just that's what the vibe was today. It was a nice hot cup of tea. You know what, girl? We're winning. I'm having a hot cup of tea, too. You are. OK, good. <laughs> I'm not having chamomile. I am having some jasmine tea. So Oh, nice. You know, yeah, it, it's very stormy here in Northern California um, today. So I think all of us are kind of hunkering inside. So, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, tea just seems like the right call. <laughs> <laughs> all right, should we tell our friends what our flight is for this month? Yes. So friends, I know we've done some haunted hotels. We've done some, you know, haunted objects, but we decided to do a spooky road here in the United States. So not many people know this, but we actually used to have a road that was U.S. Route 666, also known as the Devil's Highway or the Highway to Hell. So we decided to cover that for our flight and talk about some of the, you know, sightings and things. Um, Mama's going to kind of cover more of like the Arizona side, I'm going to cover the New Mexico side of the road, and then we're going to go over the spooky occurrences on the road. So I'm pretty excited. <laughs> yeah, well, and I will say most of the um, the lore that we have, it's just general things, not a lot of very specific stories, but they're still interesting and fun. So I think it'll be fun to share. Yeah. Yeah. And I love it. I love like all those like weird, you know, things people see while they're driving, like haunted mm -hmm. or like hitchhikers that aren't actually there and that type of thing. So I thought this would be a really yeah. light topic. Um, all right. Well, do you want me to start or would you like to start first with your history? <laughs> um, I do. It's a brief history. Um, so I could start. So I'm covering Arizona. So in Arizona, Highway 666, uh, was between Douglas, which I didn't know where that was. So I looked it up. It's about two hours southeast of Tucson and it's near the border of Mexico. Okay. Um, and it stretches up to Saunders, which I also didn't know where that was. Um, uh, but it's, it's significant that it connects in Saunders because that's where it connects to Highway 66, Route 66. Mm -hmm. um, and so the stretch of highway is about 359 miles between those two cities and because I didn't know where Saunders is um it, I did find that it's east of Flagstaff and west of Albuquerque and it looks like it's kind of halfway between the two hmm. um so yeah so um but this is because it connects with route 66 that's how the highway got its name because it's the sixth designated offshoot of route 66 and so it became Highway 666. Interesting. Um, okay. Now, I read one article that said in 1985, the USD Commission Route 66, and they had rules requiring that Highway 666 be renamed. But what I, from what I could see in other articles was that Arizona did not change until 1992. Mm -hmm. And... Um, you know, I guess in, in some of the other areas, the highway kept its name until it, it was officially 
the commission in 2003. Um, and then I saw it, I saw articles that said that when it was Route 666, that there were a lot of signs that were being stolen. Oh, yeah. And I thought that, yeah, I thought that was really funny because I know people that would steal Route 66 signs. And we even have a lovely family member who um, has stolen one of those signs when he and I were on a road trip together when I was 17. Um, so yeah, that was a thing even before, or, you know, even after it was no longer 666. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, yeah, but, but obviously because of the haunted name or the haunted, you know, 666 being associated with the devil or evil things, um, there were a lot of urban legends that popped up about haunted happenings and eerie experiences that people were having. And so, um, so yeah, we can get into that stuff after you cover your side. Yeah, yeah, totally. So um, the New Mexico portion of the road starts in Gallup, New Mexico, and it we- uh, weaves its way through the state all the way up north through the Navajo Nation and up to Shiprock. Um, and then it goes into the Colorado border. And in my research, it looks like it actually flows through all four of the four corner states. So those states are New Mexico, Utah, Arizona, and Colorado. And an interesting thing for folks who don't know is that that is the only place in the U.S. where you can stand in four states at once, which we have done. (laughs) Yes. So. uh, Yes. Well, you know, you put one foot in each state and then you like aim your hands in the opposite direction. So you feel like you're taking up space in all four states. Yeah. Or you like sit on the little circle or, you know, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But we have been there. It's a thing. You know, you got to have that experience. And then they have lovely Navajo people that will sell you jewelry and other wares and it's wonderful so if you ever get a chance to drive through there it's it's kind of a cool experience and there's lots of beautiful things for purchase yeah yeah it's really cool and all of the proceeds from that park do go to the Navajo Nation which I think is really cool that it's not run by the federal uh U.S. I think that's yeah a really cool piece um yeah but yeah so back to the road um So it stretches about 200 miles through the state of New Mexico, which for our international friends, that's 321 kilometers. Um, And it's pretty much all in the desert. Uh, For those of you who don't know, the southwestern U.S., lots of desert. (laughs) Um, But something interesting I found in my reading, um, as I mentioned, it flows through uh, Shiprock, which is a sacred uh, Navajo Nation site. Um, Apparently... Shiprock was a spirit that was like in the form of a majestic bird and it assisted with the transportation of the Navajo people to their home. And Hmm. once they traveled and settled in what is now known as the Navajo nation, um, he kind of settled down near the Navajo nation and became this like very beautiful, like mountainous feature within the Navajo nation. So it's a very sacred site, um, to those folks. Um, very cool. And something that I think is really cool is that they have actually forbidden access to the peak, um, because they don't want to disturb this, the, um, spirits of their ancestors. So it's a sacred place for Mm -hmm. them. So people aren't allowed to climb there. Um, all of that. So I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, but As Mama mentioned, it was Route 66 or 666 until 2003. 
Um, and part of that happened when uh, the governor of New Mexico at the time, who was Bill Richardson, um, he pledged to change the name. Um, and that was like his real like campaign platform. He was like, this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so in New Mexico, it was renamed to Route 491. Um, and oh, and I don't know if I said, but in Arizona, it's Route 191. Oh, okay. Cool. 191, 491, very similar. Um, But his reasoning was that uh, the name had a negative impact on folks in the area and that it impacted the local economy, um, Mm. that a lot of travelers were just inherently afraid of the road because of the links to the occult and, you know, Satan and all of those things. Um, And then as mama mentioned, people used to steal the signs, which I think is really funny. Um, (laughs) But outside of the numbering, as we mentioned, Route 666 did have some things that made it seem a bit, um, a bit cursed, a bit haunted. So before we get into the haunted thing, something I found interesting is that for like the length of road it is, it has some of like the highest fatality rates in the U.S. Um, And a lot of people attribute this because there are over 400 really sharp curves in a 60-mile stretch of the road. Um, And it's been named as one of the most hazardous roads in the U.S. So it is definitely not an easy road to drive. Um, But I think there are a lot of other reasons so, um, what I was going to say, I'm sure a lot of people attribute those accidents or deaths with, you know, evil, whatever. Um, and I know that a lot of people that even have car trouble, like flat tires or battery dying or those kind of things, they mm-hmm. often attribute it to being some kind of curse or something. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's definitely a thing. A lot of people are like, oh, my battery died and it was a new battery or new tires popped or, you know, that type of thing, which, yeah, it could be attributed to environmental things, but it could also be attributed to a haunted road. So who knows? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I can start with one of the first little spooky things that people see. So, um, the first thing is very lovingly known as Satan's sedan. Um, mm. apparently, this is very common. People see a black sedan. Um, on the road and it has like the windows are so black you can't see in the car at all um really wow um and people like notice that as the sun goes down they get this like feeling of an inescapable dread um and they see headlights coming up behind them and then the headlights gain on them really really rapidly and uh, a lot of people do pull over to avoid being hit, just get out of the driver's way. Um, And some people say that when they pull over, no car goes by them. Like they pull over, the car's gone. Some people say when they pull over, they do see the car go by. um, And that the driver like, or there's no driver or there's a shadowy figure in the driver's seat, but not like a fully materialized human. Um, and something definitely like a ghosty car yeah very like Stephen King's Christine very haunted car vibes um and something else people do report is that sometimes the car will honk at drivers in a really erratic or menacing way 
Um, people will say that they'll go up to, you know, speeds of like 130 miles an hour and the car will keep up and still be right on their, you know, right, like tail tailgating. Um, so definitely scary. Um, yeah. I don't know how I would do with a haunted car, but that is not my vibe. <laughs> well, and like if the car is behind you, you know, you might think that's just some kind of like killer or something. So it's like, do you pull over and risk them, you know, doing something to you or do you try to outrun them? I mean, that would be really scary. And then yeah. to have them pass you and there's no driver or a ghosty driver. Or I even mean, no car at all. Scary. Yeah. Yeah. It just vanishes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh so that's the first one <laughs> what do you okay. got? <laughs> well I was gonna say um I definitely feel like there's been a theme about a lot of haunted things that we've talked about mm -hmm. um and you know the the you know people saying that they see the woman in the white dress is has been a common thing that we've seen over and over again oh yeah at like various different places and this highway is no exception so people see this woman in a white dress mm -hmm. um they say that she appears distressed but if a motorist stops to help her she will often just disappear oh wow and sometimes she'll just appear out of nowhere um just show up on the road and then vanish you know as you pass by or drive through um and so, yeah, it's, it doesn't seem like she does much that's menacing from what I saw, but mm -hmm. you know, just, it freaks people out because she vanishes. Hmm. Interesting. I, um, saw her in my research too. Did you get any like stories or anything of her like dashing in front of cars? Because a lot of people think it might be the same girl, but there's a girl that'll like run in front of a car, like right before it would hit them or something. I heard that, you know, she'll just appear in front of the car. Okay. Like, so there'll be nothing in the road and suddenly she'll be there. Still terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Either way. <laughs> well, cause yeah, you see somebody in the road, you're likely to swerve or get in an accident, you know, to avoid hurting somebody. Well, of course. So yeah, yeah that seems like a dangerous thing a ghost could do for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Did, um, so like, do people or maybe you didn't see this, but like when people, you know, go to hit her and like she disappears or whatever, like, does she disappear quickly? Does she seem to like kind of linger there? Like what, what is the vibe? Yeah, it seems like she's just gone. She just vanishes. So, you know, yeah. either you pass her or you try to talk to her or you drive through her and she just disappears. That's so wild. <laughs> yeah. I mean, also just like being in the desert, like exposed to the elements, like that's just not normal anyway, but wow. Well, and I mean, if you see somebody walking down the road, I mean, a lot of people would want to stop to help, especially a woman alone, you know? So yeah, a lot of people probably have really good intentions of being helpful and then, you know, she just disappears. So that would be pretty scary. Yeah, that is scary. Wow. Whew. All right. Well, I know we did a haunted car, but there is another haunted vehicle on Route 666 that I wanted to mention, which is that there's a haunted semi-truck. So as Mama mentioned earlier, a lot of people, um, you know, they mention their cars overheat or their batteries die or they have a flat tire. So folks pull over to the side of the road. 
Um, and the folks who pull over or, you know, have car troubles, they report a evil spirit of some sort that is driving a semi-truck at extremely high speeds from one end of the road to the other. Um, and normally the the truck is like coming head on so they're going in the opposite direction of the people or it's on the other side of the road um but it's like going in like direction towards those people um yeah and so a lot of people say that they've been hit or almost hit by the truck um and they are convinced that um you know it's intentionally being steered to hit them the main theory is that there was an angry spirit um, that just like wants to target <laughs> folks on the road. Um, but there is an author who wrote a book called Spectators and Doorways, The History and Hauntings of Utah. Um, and her name is Linda Dunning. Huh. Um, and apparently her husband had an encounter with the spirit of the evil semi-truck. Um, okay. And so he said that he was driving along Route 666 at night when a flaming truck that looked like it was on fire came speeding at him. Um, he estimated oh, wow. it was going about 130 miles an hour um, and noted that it was fast enough that sparks were flying off of the wheels and that fire was coming out of the smokestacks. Oh my gosh. And so it was coming head on. So he pulled off the road into the desert to avoid it. Um, and that when it passed, it disappeared. <laughs> So that's very spooky. (laughs) Yeah, that would freak me out for sure. I would probably, you know, just cut my losses there. Be like, I'm not finishing my drive. (laughs) I'm good. Yeah. Uh, Well, and it's funny. I know you mentioned um, Christine, you know, it's Stephen King novel and movie. mm -hmm. Um, When it came to the the car. But um, (laughs) for some reason, when I heard the story of the semi-truck, Mm-hmm. Do you want to know what movie came to my mind, which is really <laughs> stupid, but it's what came up for me? Pee-wee's? Pee-wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> I don't know why, but I just like pictured the tell him large march that yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. What a wild, what a wild movie. R.I.P. Pee Wee Herman. Um, but yes. Yes. Such a such a classic. Such a classic. <laughs> I cannot believe you guessed that though, because I was like, that is a really random, stupid movie to come to my head when we're talking about a ghosty truck. But that is exactly who I thought of was Large Marge. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We're we're in sync sometimes, mom. You know, we just can't help it. <laughs> I know, that's hilarious. <laughs> But that is exactly what I thought. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that, you know. I did find that scene scary that she was like this ghost truck driver, you know. Yeah, yeah, totally. She's, <laughs> she definitely like lives rent free in a lot of people's minds. If y'all don't know who yeah. Marge is and Pee Wee's Big Adventure, Pee Wee hitchhikes with a very interesting semi-truck driver who's also a ghost so enjoy <laughs> <laughs> um, yep all right uh, was that all you had for the semi-truck yep yeah that was everything okay um so my next one is about hellhounds so um people report that um 
these beasts can keep up with fast moving vehicles. And even when you try to outrun them, they can keep up. Hmm. Um, it is said that they can shred tires with their teeth and claws. And, um, and that, you know, like they'll, so they'll kind of like lady in white, you know, they'll kind of jump in front of the car sometime to get people to veer off the road or, um, you know, whatever. So sometimes can cause crashes. Wow. And then I did read one thing that said that sometimes the hellhound suddenly will appear in the vehicle and they mm -hmm. can maul the driver and the passengers. Wow. <laughs> so again, sounds a little urban legendy because I couldn't find like a specific accounting of that, but that is one of the lore is that that can happen. Wow. Um, but yeah, people, people can hear the hellhounds and then, you know, often see them running along with the car. Wow, that's wild. Is it always like multiple dogs? Is it sometimes only one dog? Did it say or was it kind of like... You know, most of them sounded like kind of pack stories. Like there would be multiple, like from different sides of the car. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, most of the things that I read said it was like kind of like a pack thing. But um, yeah, I don't know if sometimes it's just one. Okay. Well, and you would think like in certain areas, I mean, it would make sense to hear animals howling or things like that maybe um mm -hmm. but yeah I mean to see them running alongside the car and they're keeping up with the car and you know the idea that they could be in the car suddenly seems a lot ghostier yeah yeah that's definitely freaky <laughs> <laughs> all right well I have one last one before you get into your last one um Okay. Mine is related to Native American folklore. Um, and a lot of people report um, that they encounter skinwalkers on the road. Do you know what a skinwalker is, Mom? Yeah, I mean, they're like shapeshifters, right? So they can turn into different animals? Yeah, yeah. So the, um, the kind of folklore, the legend around um, skinwalkers is that they are um, oftentimes medicine men or, you know, healers with the native, um, uh, communities, but they're able to morph into different animals like shake, shake shifters. Um, and many people do claim that the spirits exist on route 666 as obviously, as we mentioned before, the Navajo nation is right there <laughs> along the route. Um, yeah. And so some people say that, um, the skinwalkers will kind of be in the shape of an animal. Um, and then it'll like pop into human form, right? Like it'll be walking and then it'll go on the highway and then it'll pop into human form right before a car, you know, oh, wow. on it. <laughs> um, and a lot of times people who report skinwalkers, uh, they end up getting in a car crash of some sort, or there are fatalities um, linked to the sightings. Um, well, and I mean, that would make you do a double take for sure. If you were passing an animal and suddenly it turned human, you would oh, definitely yeah. double take and lose lose focus on the road. Or even if it was in front of your car and you ran into it, because you think like, I mean, as horrible as it is, like it, it would suck to hit and hit an animal, but a lot of times, you know, you do hit a bird or you hit a, you know, whatever, when you're driving and you think that's what it is. And suddenly there's a human and you're like, oh my God, <laughs> you lose control. Yeah. Um, so it is really, really scary. Um, some people believe that, um, the skinwalkers are warning travelers not to continue on the road. 
Um, a lot of people think maybe they, you know, feel the road is theirs or that, you know, it's part of their, you know, tribe or their nation. And, um, you know, people who go are trespassers basically. So they're trying to dissuade people from continuing. Um, yeah. And then some people have reported that if like, maybe they see the skin walker on the side of the road, but you know, they're just like, oh, it could just be a random guy, you know, from the reservation or something. Um, then a quote, evil shaman will appear in the back seat of the person's car to oh take God. their soul. Um, I don't know. Wow, so like hiking ghosts in the haunted mansion. Yeah, yeah. It just like appears in your car, like 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 my guys, the hitchhiking ghosts, love them. <laughs> For folks who don't know, I love the haunted. <laughs> um, but yeah, so a lot of times when people do see this spirit, like pop them in the back seat, they do get into an accident, or the driver is in some sort of accident where they're killed instantly. Um, and the reason for this is that the spirit is able to claim their soul as they transition from the physical to the spiritual world. So hmm. there's like this very like folklore sort of legend around it. Like I said, I don't, I'm not an expert. You know? <laughs> um, I do find yeah. it interesting. It could also like not be a native spirit. It could totally be like a demon. We don't know, <laughs> but in terms of yeah. like, the traditional <laughs> description of skinwalkers, that is, what I have on those so yeah <laughs> okay what well about and then my last one um you know my last one to me sounds a little more um I don't know twilight zone or alien abduction like um Ooh. so sometimes drivers report that they disappear for a period of time or mm -hmm. they seem to lose time so like um, maybe they're traveling and then they arrive like hours or even days later than they should have, but they have no memory of where that time went or where they were during that time. Mm -hmm. Um, some people say that, um, you know, they'll, when they're driving cars that they're driving with will vanish before their eyes and they suddenly are alone on the highway, even though there have been other cars traveling, you know, with them or whatever. Oh, and sometimes people's belongings go missing from their car and they're found at other points along the highway. Mm -hmm. um, but people have no recollection of like leaving their things or don't know how their things got out of their car and placed along the highway. Oh. Um, yeah. So anyways, this one to me, though, sounds definitely a little more, I don't know, like more like alien abduction kind of encounters where you lose time or don't know. Mm -hmm. um how you got where you ended up or that kind of thing you don't have memories so this one's a little different than some of the other ones but I think it's interesting yeah I feel like that's really common with like alien abduction stories right where they'll disappear for a few days or um they'll come back you know really randomly so that's that's pretty yeah it sounds more Twilight Zone <laughs> alien abduction yeah, so, you know, I don't know. I mean, I know most of the other stories sound like it's like, you know, like evil, like demons, devils, ghosts, that kind of thing. But this one to me sounds a lot more like aliens too, mm -hmm. um, you know, because you always hear about people feeling like they lose time or don't know how they got somewhere or that kind of thing. So 
Yeah. Um, but I thought that was an interesting one to add to the mix, even though it's a little bit different than the others. Yeah. Well, and it's cool too. Cause like, I feel like, you know, New Mexico, you know, you have Roswell and there's like lots of like in Arizona, there were those weird lights that appeared over Phoenix a few years ago. Like, I feel like you just hear a lot of stories about alien or UFO sightings. So I feel like it ties in really well with the, um, yeah. with the theme anyway. <laughs> uh, well, was that it for that one or are, were there more? Yep, that was it. Okay. Well, friends, I hope you liked our first like spooky roads flight about Route 666 or the road formerly known as Route 666. Um, but I... <laughs> want to thank you all for listening to our flight. I'm wishing you all a happy and healthy February. Um, we, you know, are going to be getting our keg out in a couple weeks, which I'm super excited about. Um, yeah. and we're going to do some really cool, really, really cool cases this month. So stay tuned. Um, outside of that you can follow us on instagram at what the ale pod you can email us at what the pod at gmail.com if you have a spooky story or you know anything you want to share with us feedback requests for feedback anything like you know we're here we we like connecting with you all friends um we already have our bonus episode up for january so go ahead and check that out on patreon but outside of that we will get our bonus for february up shortly um but outside of that, I just want to say I appreciate you, Mama. I appreciate you, baby. And we appreciate you, friends. Bye. Bye.